What's black and white and red all over? What? I don't know. I was hoping I'd come up with a better punchline than just a newspaper, <laughs> but I got nothing, guys. Welcome to Simply Amazing! I know that was probably the worst oh, intro. I, no, no, I got, a, I, I got, a, I got another one. It's uh, the paper that you turned into your English teacher. They oh. red pen the shit out of it. They red pen all the time. Oh, there you go. Black and white and red all over. Okay, that's true. That's it. Black and white and red all over is um. I, I got. I'm like, why am I trying to come up with anything else and save this? Let's move on. <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway, hi guys. Welcome back to Simply Amazing. I am Lisa, of course, the OG Nocturne with a Nacht, like the German knight. And we are here with, of course, the fabulous, the wonderful, the gorgeous. What's up? I am your friendly neighborhood by Lauren and I am here and I am queer and I am ready. What, let's do this, Lisa. What are we talking about today? We are going to be talking about something really silly and fun. Um, I thought it would be cool. Well, here's what I was thinking. Um, you know, we talked about this a little bit with uh, Dr. Anna Papard when she was on the show with us. And it's come up a couple times just how different Kurt was in his initial creation versus how he is today. So I thought what would be fun is why don't we go back and read Giant Size X-Men number one and give our first impressions of who that Nightcrawler is just completely ignoring what we know of who he is today. And in preparation for that, um, I went to the Discord and I asked everybody to give me one word that um, describes Nightcrawler. Uh, and I think what I want to do is I'm going to give a couple of those words and we'll decide at the end of this issue if any of these words actually describe the character in this issue. Um, so, uh, well, Infinity Loops, Irocrawler calls him exquisite. Uh, Kino calls him funky. The little person calls him dashing. Cannibal calls him fuzzy, which I think is fair. Handsome also. Um, who else? Oh, uh, Does Machines calls him inspiring. Harvey Dent Aww. calls him elf. I know he is inspiring. Comic golf, comic, comic goth calls him himbo, but I mean, Fair. Yes, he is, and that's He's a good a thing. Yes, it's fair. Definitely not going to come up in this issue, but <laughs> for the other ones. But um, I mean, I think that's a fair place to start. I think we can say, like, I think I would say, dashing is definitely something that comes up a lot, right, in his characterization today. Um, you know, like, like the the pirate, the swashbuckler, the the Lothario, the the romantic, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the 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 sap that's all romantic and also, you know, again, I mean that goes with the hembo though. Like he he's a pretty boy and he just wants to make people happy, right? <laughs> he wants to make people he he like we found out in Inferno, he wants to make his mother happy. So. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> no, let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. Let's not get but, into that. But, but with this issue um, I think it'd be cool if, you know, we, you know, we'll talk about this issue and then we can kind of see if we see any elements of the words that people mention. Cause I agree with you, like all those really great, um, adjectives that y'all gave in discord describing Kurt, 
I think all those fit him, but it'll be interesting to see how many we kind of can put in this first impression of him and how many aren't quite there, you know? Yeah. I do want to do want to point out just really quickly, there was a little bit of controversy about the himbo situation where Infinity Loop said he's not a himbo, Angel is a himbo, but Comic Goth did make a really good point. Um, we can have multiple himbos. Guys, there's a room. Yeah. There are room for many himbos. All right. All Himbo- the himbos. Himbos all around. Himbos for everyone. Oh. You get a himbo. You get a himbo. Everybody gets a himbo. Exactly. You're, we got himbos. We got sheepbos. I don't think that's correct. I'm just trying to make a joke. I promise. We got theybos. Any person can be very just simpy for women or men or whoever, whatever genders or gender they are, and just be seduced by it and be kind of dumb sometimes, even if they're not actually dumb. They just get kind of dumb when they're around somebody they're flirty with. There's oh. absolutely nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Listen, I've met some very, very, very intelligent people who become very, 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 very stupid around people they're attracted to. So it's You're talking it about right now. That's <laughs> me. It's bad, y'all. We were actually talking about this earlier before we recorded. Oh, bad i don't function around attractive people so like if i met kurt wouldn't function i it's funny because people think because i'm very talkative and very loud and stuff they're like oh so that means you'll just start talking i'm like depends i might talk non-stop or i'll just stop talking and forget how to speak for 10 years <laughs> we just so happen to be talking about a certain comic book artist who is very oh. attra- very attractive i won't name names but uh he <laughs> Did he did happen to do the artwork for the issue that the that we named our podcast after? So if that gives you any kind of clue. But let me tell you, this man has an Instagram. <laughs> and dear Lord, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> We're going way off track here. This we need to becoming, get back to join side. This is well, becoming we- after dark so quickly. Yeah. And and um, like if you guys yes. want to hear us um, talk about this artist who helped uh, give the namesake of our show and who we both find incredibly attractive, uh, feel free to let us know um, in Discord, on Twitter, whatever, um, and we'll make sure we film an After Dark episode. But let's get back yes. um, to um, Giant Size X-Men number one, right? The first appearance of Kurt. Let's talk about our first impressions. You really yes. streamlined this one, Lisa. So... I'm going to let you lead the charge on how we talk about it. Do you want to go as we go through the issue? Do you just have certain let's, points? You're like, let's, let's hit just, it. Let's just hit it. Let's just talk about it. I mean, first and foremost, forget everything you know about Kurt. Kurt who? Who is this guy? I don't know. I've never who met him this? before. I, I, heard I don't know blue. him. He might have yeah. a tail. I don't know why he has a tail. Is this a furry thing? <laughs> no, this is, I want, this is very, this is very Mariah Carey. I don't know her right now. So, <laughs> um, so, so basically we, we jump right into the issue and like, I mean, the issue starts with Kurt and I love that because think about it this way. The X-Men were canceled and, um, and this is the Renaissance of the X-Men. This is the X-Men coming back. And the first page of the X-Men's Renaissance, the first page of the X-Men coming back is our boy Kurt. And I think that's amazing. I think that that tells you, um, I guess that kind of tells you where they expected the brand to go was in this new direction and this kind of wild and exciting direction, which was very different than the Wonder Bread direction of the 1960s, which was basically like the most exotic character was Lorna because she had green hair. Um, yeah. And before that, the most exotic character was Jean because she had red hair. So <laughs> this well, is... 
And, and that's such a good point. That was my first thought when I was rereading this as well is, oh, my God, the first thing I see other than, you know, the opening page with the name of the creators and then the, the whole team together, the next thing you see is Kurt. And so it's really important how you start this series, like you said, because the X-Men just canceled. This is trying to get the X-Men back to the people. This is trying to give it the second shot, see if it can work. And so the fact that out of all their options, they didn't choose Wolverine to start the book. They didn't choose Storm, Colossus, Banshee, Sunfire. They chose Kurt to start the story off. And that's so important because if people thought Kurt was that bad or they couldn't relate to that or whatever, they just wouldn't have read the book. They would have stopped reading right there and said, this shit sucks. Mm -hmm. But they didn't. People read this shit because they were like, oh, my God. And so somehow, and I'm so glad, and I agree, it was the right choice to put Kerr's opening page. Totally. And I think, um, you know, it. The, I think a lot of the other elements are really great about putting him in the first page, too. I mean, first of all, picking, like, a Bavarian village is so, um, it's, it's a very iconic look. It's very, like fairy tale and storied. And so um, that's something that you can uh, like depict artistically and like your typical American readership will see that and think like Europe, they'll think like, you know, um, so that made sense too. But um, I will say like, from going from there, like, that's great. And I love that. Now let's talk about characterization. I mean, like, they're just like pushing really hard. Like he, he says he's a man, but he's really a beast. It's very like, you know, it's, like, it's, it, it's incredibly interesting. Because yeah, like they're they very on the nose with it. The fools, it is they who are the monsters. They with their mindless prejudices. Like it's, it's very on the head. And but I love the close ups you see on his teeth and stuff. And I love um, it. It makes me laugh here because um, it's like, wow, he can leap. You know, doubt his humanity there. But also, look, now his humanity is completely gone because he howls. And to me, I'm reading this. I'm just like, I don't know that that that's kind of hot. I, I, am I problematic for this? <laughs> like, howl away, green guy with a tail that just wants to not be having torches okay. thrown at him like okay. all right well, lauren is turned on by german men getting <laughs> like ch chased down by angry mobs hashtag cancel lauren um. <laughs> uh, they have to be blue men with very nice fangs and a tail Cancel okay, very, very that. specific, very, very specific, <laughs> yes. but, but w yes. I think we can do it. I think we can cancel if, you. If, if you're going to cancel me, <laughs> if you're going to cancel me, cancel me correctly, please. Thank you. It's all I ask. <laughs> but seriously, it's very funny because it's like they want you to empathize with him, but then they go back on it half the time because they're like, wow, he has, you know, prejudice is going against him. But then also, oh, look, but you know, he howls like a beast. So that denies his humanity. And it's like, what? You're right. Like man or monster. Ah, and then. <sighs> Charles comes in all of a sudden. Wow, he's completely human because Professor Gaslighter is here. Yeah. So what's what's interesting is like throughout the entirety of this of of this issue, um, you know, looking back on this issue with the through the lens of having read all of Claremont's years and all of that characterization, it's so easy to look at this and be like, oh, like, because there's the characterization is very flat. It's but at the same time, they're very clearly trying to do something. Um, and, and the writer, the intention here is to pass this off to Claremont almost immediately. So, um, you know, it's 
I I don't want to like come down too hard on this. It's like a 40, it's a, oh, it's almost a 50, oh my God, it's almost 50 years old. It's almost a 50 year old Mm -hmm. story. Um, You know, know, and a lot has changed in, in how comics are told and narratives and all that stuff. However, it still is very like, you know, these characters are kind of awful. They're all awful. And I hate them all. <laughs> it's, you know, but I mean, uh, it's, it's still, it's still, I mean, it's very cheesy. I mean, you know, this whole thing is just literally setting up the team being like, hey, here's how this person connects to this. Here's what's happening. And then you have Scott being all Scott, which he is here. Like, this is, I, I don't know. I feel like some people might think this is Scott's best era. And I think it isn't because he's very just like, oh, girl. Like, he's like emo boy vibes here to me. And like, it's not like, it's just not a thing. It's just not great. Um, but, you know, I think it's interesting because Kurt here, um, even though, you know, he's man or monster and blah, 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 he really respects authority in this. Like, when very much Charles Xavier comes to him, he's like, okay, well, if you're going to, you know, help me be a quote, a whole Kurt Wagner, <laughs> um, then I will go with you, teacher. He calls him teacher. He does not call him Charles or Xavier. He calls him teacher and then later you know you have sunfire and and nightcrawler kind of going back and forth and nightcrawler looks at sunfire is just like i did not hear cyclops giving you a choice man like oh yeah yeah and he's very deferential which goes into him becoming a cop now right so there you go so i guess that fits like they, they kept that characterization in terms of he he very much whether he wants to respect her or not, he does respect authority. And I'm, it's interesting where that could come from because from his past, at least, you know, his history, because like he was in a circus and stuff. like, wh- where did he, he was, learn to respect authority so much? He was in a circus, but I wonder if it comes from having worked as a trapeze artist, because I feel like there has to be, this is like literally me making stuff up off the top of it because, but just, ha- just having from, my own experience work having worked in theater like you work on when you're working theater you work under a director and you know you you take your direction you know what i mean there's really very little talking back to the director uh, unless you have a director who's open to that kind of stuff um and i imagine there would be something similar or some kind of similar hierarchy if you were like working in a trapeze troupe especially Mm. when it comes to like safety issues like you can't you've got to have somebody who is calling the shots and somebody who is making the decisions for your troupe um Otherwise, I mean, you know, people are going to get hurt, right? That makes sense to me. I don't know. I'm making stuff up. Hey, if you're a trapeze artist, let us know. Like, please. (laughs) Seriously. I mean, no, that does make sense in terms of, especially the safety stuff, especially if he grew up respecting authority, not because like authority, blah, blah, blah. But because if you don't, you can get hurt, especially on a mission, on this mission they go on, right? Where Scott's telling them what to do. And like, uh, in particular, I forgot all about this. Him and Sunfire go back and forth a lot because Sunfire is very sarcastic and very like, wow, good observation. You know, what does he call him? Misfit. misfit. He calls him a misfit. And, and Kurt's just like, well, what the heck is with your sarcasm? Like, be hospitable or something. Like, what the, f- what's wrong with you? Um, You know, it, it's, it's very interesting that, uh, you know, Kurt, Kurt's very much seems like the person here that's like, hey, I might not be the smartest person in the room, but I'm smart enough to know that I need to do something to protect others and to protect myself. Like, oh, yeah. Get it yeah. together. I want to, I want to, I know we're talking about Kurt, but I want to like talk about Sunfire for like two seconds because mm-hmm. he's not a character that gets a ton of attention. I mean, he, right now he's getting some attention because he's in the, the, the current X-Men run. Um, but he's not a character who's gotten a ton of attention over the years, but I'm like, I'm living for him in this book because he is just like, 
he is creating drama where there should be no drama because he's just like, how tell me right now, professor, why did you drag us here? And it's like, okay, first of all, honey, you chose to come all the way from Japan to here. Okay. Like, and you had that whole time on the way from Japan to here to ask these questions and you didn't, and you have gotten into the costume that the professor gave you. So like, you've like you've gone like through steps through a through z and now you're angry and asking questions like you had all that time to ask questions right Uh, not to say that you not to say you can't ask questions i'm just saying like you could have asked questions that whole time like you clearly were riling yourself up to to get angry to ask the questions number one number two he's just like angry the whole time and like him and kurt just keep going back and forth at each other like sniping at each other and it's like if this book wasn't written in the 1970s, I would have been like, they're going to fuck after this because like, I was literally about to say that. I was like, how am I not seeing that ship? Like, even if people want to make a crack ship or a real ship, I don't care. But like, how am I not seeing that? Cause yeah, I'm with you. I'm reading this. I'm like, they, 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 they told like at some point Kurt would lose his shit and they would just like rail each other against the wall. Like, come on, we could have had it all guys. That would, but I'm with you. Like Sunfire is hysterical and he's much more relatable now that I'm older because I feel his sarcasm more and his moodiness and just like, fuck this and fuck that and cause drama. Like he really makes it more like an enjoyable reality show because he, oh, yeah. he adds to the, you know. The, you, the the craziness and joy of it, and do you know who on everything? Oh, do you know who Sunfire is a hundred percent? And anyone mm. anyone who's a Real Housewives person out there is going to understand this. Sunfire is Danielle Staub because Sunfire. I, I, you don't watch Real Housewives, do you? No. Okay, no. Well, anyone who does will listen. Will understand what I'm saying. Sunfire is Danielle Staub because Sunfire leaves the party after the drama is like i'm going home and then comes back to start more drama because sunfire left sunfire was like i don't want to do this and they're like okay well then leave then you don't have to come you don't have to come and he's like i'm leaving and he does and then he comes back and then nightcrawler is like well why why'd you come back then sunfire and sunfire is like well i'm not gonna tell you about it and it's like oh i mean you didn't have to come back dude if if you're gonna come back at least be nice about it like why have to be a dick about it it's just yeah he just came back to cause more drama Yeah, yeah Yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I definitely am with you on the fact that he just caused drama and it's, it's very entertaining because otherwise I feel like this would be even more kind of bland than it can be reading it today because yeah, like everybody else is taking things way too seriously. Then Sunfire is just like, what the fuck, bruh? What the fuck? Sarcasm, drama, this, let me piss off Kurt more. And I'm like, you know what, Sunfire, you're the entertainment of this issue. Like surprisingly, he is the entertainment. Um, Yeah. But but that said, you know, with 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 Kurt, you know, it, it's just so interesting seeing. Um, I, I would say out of the words you said, I mean, I I would say inspiring fits him a bit here. You know, not in the same way he is now, but in the fact that you know he's like, hey, even though I'm treated like crap, which he still is here, he's he's like that. I still want to try to be better and learn how to be better even if people are still gonna suck because that's why he joins Xavier and calls him teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has. That's fair. He has you know, he he has the desire to learn and and to be better, which is inspiring. So I think there's some of that there. I think he's dashing here, but maybe I'm the only one that's turned I on. I do by. not. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I'm, I'm officially going to cancel you now. Absolutely not. He is not dashing. I'm not going to call him dashing. I, I mean, I'll, I'll take the inspiring. Um, I mean, fuzzy, but that's, I mean, I don't even think he's fuzzy here because I don't think he was intended to be fuzzy here, but it's fine. Um, I don't think I he's was, exquisite. I, I mean. Not exquisite I, here. Yeah. I, I'm I with you on that one. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'm just going to say like, 
I think every single word that was given to us in the Discord 100% describes Kurt as he is now. And I think what he was written as in Giant Size X-Men is nothing like the Kurt that we have now. But that's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful thing because it came from many, many, many creators putting in their two cents and giving us their read. And then over time, that kind of culminating into the character that we have. And I think that's beautiful. Um, And... And yeah, and I can't imagine this this angsty, angry, like just yelling at Sunfire blue man capturing as many hearts as he has if he had stayed the same. Oh, I, I, I can imagine he still would, but in a very different way. Because, I mean, women cry over Kylo Ren in the Star Wars franchise, which I hate that creed in. But he's the epitome oh, yeah. of the emo guy that you want to fix. Like, Jesus Christ, calm down. So I feel like I'm glad they didn't stick with that with Kurt, because that just needs to stop. Um, but that's kind of more the vibe he has here, in my opinion. And again, I'm very glad they went away from that. Um, can we also just quickly talk about the fact that uh krakoa the whole we're on krakoa now in today's world is not great um krakoa the island that walks like man this this was a thing back then like what i this is the one thing like okay so i I mean straight up like uh, i don't read every single x-men comic that comes out i'm straight about that you know so like i might have missed one or two things during all this krakoa stuff that's happening so someone fill me in if i if i don't know what's what if I've missed something but like I don't remember anyone really second guessing the Krakoa thing especially like these specific X-Men who went through this Mm. so like you know I would love to see like any of these any any like pairing or grouping of these X-Men just like sitting together having a drink being like this is weird right like this is weird that we live here now yeah, I mean, it's wild, too, because I'm looking at the page where, you know, you have Polaris, Lorna, you know, about to do her thing, and it says, and for an instant about the island Krakoa, gravity ceases to exist, then the Earth forces come violently together, and the effect is the same as squeezing wood soap through a fist. Krakoa's death cries ring for long seconds in the minds of the awestruck X-Men. She basically just threw it out into space. Like, I'm with you, like, like i again i don't read everything x thing x-men thing ever either so like people fill me in because like how did they get krakoa back from space that that and also like why is krakoa like yeah like come live on me guys especially you who threw me in space girl like yeah 100 like like you know come live on me never like that and also like why are all of the x-men and especially these ones specifically like you know but I just like the fact that like I, there's no questions about it, like where no one's like, "Hey, guys, um, remember this is the island that tried to eat us, guys." Does anyone remember that? I, I wonder if it was. I wonder if Hickman did a retcon for that because I mean, like the Moira thing, like that's basically a huge retcon. Um, yeah. that's just widely accepted now, you know, because we're like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" and it somehow works. What the hell, Hickman? Um. But yeah, I have I have no idea because yeah, I've never heard that discussed. Like, and maybe I just missed it because I didn't I didn't read Hawksbox until this year, I think. So I was very behind on getting into Krakoan era. So I'm like, where was the discussion on why they're how did Krakoa what? <laughs> yeah, well, the the Moira thing though was like that was a very well 
plotted and well crafted retcon because like they really thought about it it wasn't like they just like came out and were like she's a mutant guys by the way like they really went back through all of her history and like really made it make sense through that um yeah it's not like they it's not like they just smashed her over the head and were like hey by the way she's not actually what you think she is she turns out you know she's not I'm I'm trying to do a Maximoff thing. It's not like she did they Maximoff her, you know. Yeah, yeah, I I yeah, I agree and yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm interested. So if you guys know anything specific about how they justified uh the Krakoa thing, I'd love to know cuz yeah, reading the Shine Size X-Men issue is hilarious cuz Warner just said yeet yeet bye yeah. Krakoa. <laughs> and literally into space. We don't know where it went according to that issue. Uh but now it's where, you know, all of the X-Men are based pretty much. So um, this is why, this is why Mystique won't fuck with Lorna because Lorna's eating eating ability is legendary. Mm, I have, I have so many ways to take what you just said and, and spend it, but I'm just not gonna, but you've already been canceled like three, three times today. So, (laughs) Oh, I don't think it can be canceled. It's just very after dark. So anyways, um, with, yeah, with, with first impressions, yeah, I don't think a lot of what we said is... I, I'm with you on that. I don't think a lot of what was said about Kurt is what we see in this issue. Um, I think in general, you know, because I love him so much personally, it's hard for me to throw any bias out the window because, I mean, how 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 do you do that? Like, you see things even if they aren't there. But, um, but yeah, I I think I think it was still a good first start for Kurt. I oh, think yeah. if he hadn't started that way, he wouldn't have become what he is today and and he needed to start somewhere and i don't think dave cochran's original interpretation and creation stuff was wrong or bad it just needed fine tuning (laughs) and we get that eventually well that's the that's the nature of these of this kind of medium is that over time you know so many people work on it and so many people get a chance to to get to put their own into it that you know it gets to evolve um, I do want to mention uh, at the very end of the issue, we have um, Angel uh, saying, um, you know, that uh, their next little problem is what are we going to do with 13 X-Men? And I, I got I got some bad news, Angel. <laughs> you, you don't make the cut. <laughs> yeah, sorry about it, buddy. It's like, yeah, I, I just love how it's Angel saying that because it's like knowing that coming up, it's like, you're out. You're out, buddy. You're out. Bobby's out. Hank's out. Hank's already out. I think is Hank in this. I don't remember if Hank's. I like that's how much I don't I hate remember Beast. seeing him. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't I don't like I just I just ignore Beast wherever I possibly can. Um, but yeah, basically, it's like yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. So that reminds me of like you know when like people are like talking about going out and you know that one you have that one guy that like hangs around with your group of friends who you're not really friends with and he's like, so what are you guys doing tomorrow? And it's like, uh. It's like, oh, something. So how how do we say this? How do we not say it? Yeah, yeah. That, that's I imagine, tough. yeah, I imagine that Warren goes back to the professor and is like, Professor, what are we gonna do? 13 X, man, this is crazy. And the professor's like, Warren, uh, um, so uh, actually you, yeah. you know, it's it's all part of the plan, Warren. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. By the way, Warren, I did buy you some new luggage. Um, why don't you try it out? <laughs> you know, you know, you you've been getting so much better with your flying and flying for such a long distance and so high up too. Give it a shot. See how you can. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what, Warren? Superheroics isn't for everybody. So just you oh, know, man, we're, we're the Angel fans are going to cancel us. I'm so sorry, guys. No oh, hate to Angel. You, it's just too funny. What, 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 what we're going to get canceled by two people? <laughs> I'm sorry, Angel fans. No, I actually, I actually, I actually do love Angel. I'm actually, a, I, I'm an Angel fan. I like Warren a lot. So, oh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I, 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 I enjoyed Angel during Chuck Austin's run. I really did. I think he he did. Every some time you mention Chuck Austin, I'm like, girl, I know you want to do the episode. I know we're gonna get there. Put it on the schedule. Oh, oh, oh! It's not going to be an episode. It's going to be like a season. Like Jesus. we're gonna have like a Chuck Austin season of simply amazing we might have that, to call it something else we might have to call it like simply like no that's that's gonna be on that's gonna be on the patreon is that's the only way you get to hear lisa go into the chuck austin run and i lose my mind what, this is gonna be like the what it's gonna have to be like the opposite patreon because we're gonna have to pay people to listen to us like no one's gonna pay to listen to that shit like give me a break like it's gonna be like like is there the is there something opposite of patreon where you pay people to come listen to you because that's what that's gonna be uh yeah, no, I'm really excited about that. I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be a, a good yeah. time rereading Chuck Austin's X Men yeah. and just reliving those years. That'd be fun. Yeah, but yeah, regardless, I think yeah, first impression. Um, you know, it it it, it was a start for Kurt. Um, <laughs> and I'm just happy that we got the fuzzball we have today. Absolutely. One hundred percent agreed. Yes. If I had a bell, I'd ring it. If I had something. Get your, get your what's that thing called oh my Go. gavel yeah my there gavel. you go <laughs> yes there we go find the gavel there we are judge oh. lisa has made her ruling i have made my ruling judge lisa and judge warren <laughs> judge warren judge lauren why did i say warren oh i guess you really do like angel more than you talk about oh him oh <laughs> saints and sinners um, <laughs> Oh, the best part about that is that it's from a different podcast that we just recorded that may or may not go up before or after this. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> we never know when things air. We never know we never when we know. run the show. We never know. We never know. Do we? Do we? I have no idea who does anything No, anymore. we don't. Um, you guys can find me <laughs> on Twitter uh, at FriendlyMBHDBI. Um, come bother me. Um, come cancel me for liking Kurt Stone this issue. That's fine. <laughs> Yes, and uh, you can find me at the OG Nocturne. That's Noct with an N A C H T U R N E. And uh, you can also find us at the at simplyamazingpod.com. That's where you're going to find all of our socials, all of our stuff. We got a blog now. You can find our blog if you want to write us write for our blog. You know, write some about Kurt. You let us know if you want to come be a guest on our podcast. Come on, let us know if you want to tell us you love us. Let please email us, tweet us, Facebook us if you want to tell us you hate us. <laughs> come talk to me directly i'll handle it you come to me one-on-one i'll meet you we'll, we'll talk all right um but seriously uh uh if you do enjoy us please rate us review us follow us on whatever you listen to if it's apple if it's stitcher if it's uh, google if it's i don't know if you, if you got a tin can on a string i don't know what you got these days but 
But thank you guys again for listening and enjoying. And if you are listening on that tin can and a string all the way back in 1975, and you are like reading this comic and you're like, who is this dick who's blue? Why should I like him? I promise you, he's awesome. You're going to love him and you're going to become a fan just like the rest of us. And you're going to be simply amazing. Amazing. 